Welcome to the No Budget Indie Filmcast, where we dip into the independent film universe to highlight those little films that you might not have heard about elsewhere. Will you agree with our panel, or will our panel agree with each other? Tune in to find out. I am Milo Dennison, and with me as always is Claire Milan. Hello. And Kyle Feeney. Hello. All right, Claire, what did we watch this week? So this week we sat down to watch a Canadian film called Lay Me by the Shore, it was directed by David Findlay and it is uh, starring uh, Ile Puglio, I think his name was, as Noah. Uh, it premiered at the Berliner International Film Festival last year and the Toronto International Film Festival. Um, it follows a week in the life of a trans boy in his final days of school as he comes to term with his best friend's recent passing. So it's exploring the raw, potent emotions of youth through the prism of grief. The film lends it an empathetic eye on a young person's very immediate but suppressed emotions. So it's drenched in warm light of long June days and with the in intimidating spectre of an uncertain future looming, the tale is told from the perspective of the recently deceased, an omnipresent and benevolent presence. Uh, so that was the blurb that was on the YouTube <laughs> channel. <laughs> wow. It was a bit of a lengthy blurb, but it's kind of weird because I, when I saw the film, I didn't get that. I didn't really understand that it was a trans boy. Uh, I thought it was just um, a, a boy uh, just graduating and there was a death in the family. But I was a little bit confused regarding the story. So that blurb didn't quite match up with what I saw. Um, but I must say, I really, in, really thought what shown in this film was the cinematography. I loved the fact it was done in kind of a square framing and um, it was, I didn't realize it was set in Canada. I, I kind of thought, yeah, it was America, the US, but it's actually set in Canada. And you you see some beautiful imagery. Like there's one image of, um, of I think it was Noah, the, the, main, the main protagonist, he, I think he's skateboarding down, down a road. And it's this beautiful, it's like a drone shot. And there's this like mountains in the background in, in a, a suburb of a, a town somewhere and uh yeah i love the framing and the music um and the way it was shot um but i just thought the story just lacked something um yeah it was there was emotion in it but i didn't get that it was about a trans boy um but you do get a, a good sense of something going on there's a death and emotion um with good music and there is it, it's quite it's, it's like 20 minutes long so it's not a really short short um it does build there is a nice build to it so you do feel sorry for the protagonist and he's involved in a relationship um that I think there's a breakdown in the relationship and you do know his friend has died at some stage sorry spoiler alert but yeah, it's just but the it's story. It's okay in your description that you read. It said uh, from the point of the. Dead I think person. yeah, so it says in the description. So that's not really a spoiler alert. But yeah, I thought the cinematography is beautiful. The framing, the acting was very subtle. Very few words in it, but I didn't get the story of what in the synopsis that was described. That didn't come across at all for me. Um, yeah, but it was very atmospheric, and I loved the framing of it. Um, but yeah, I don't know what you guys thought of it. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I'm almost curious to ask you to, uh, to read out that blurb again. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, well, 
uh, like when I started watching it, I, I had no idea what to expect. I didn't I didn't read anything about it. And at the beginning, uh, there's there's something a bit sort of uh, it's something about the beginning that throws you off balance because you have this conversation between the the this guy and his partner, but you don't hear it. And so, you know, obviously it's 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 not important this conversation, whatever they're saying. And then outside the car, he's talking to this other guy, sort of man, and you don't really fully hear that either. So uh, it it, it kind of, it takes you a while to sort of make sense of the film, see, you know, what's happening here, what's this film about? And then you do get into it. And when you do it, it's, you know, it's very rewarding. I, I, it was for me anyway, because he, he, he uses, he uses sort of, uh, visuals and sound and music you know to tell the story like a, it's like a montage it's almost like a music video in a lot of ways and the 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 song that it's that was the inspiration for the film let me by the shore that's that that's played throughout the film you know so uh that, that lends it that kind of music video quality um now like we we did we did review his sort of film found me, uh, which was very similar aesthetically. It was very similar. So this is this is kind of you know the 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 style he obviously goes for, and uh, you know I I I must say I really liked it. Mm, it actually is like like a music video, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it, it, it's yeah very much so. It's funny because I actually watched our our review of his previous film, and at some point we said the same thing. We're like, it's a lot like a music video with the way the music. So it's funny that that we're saying the same thing about this one. And you're right; it, it is a very similar style to his other film. Um, this one, though, I felt like jumped around a bit too much. Uh, his other film jumped around a bit, but it worked. But in this one, you've got like the opening shot with the water and then the, the, the car and then the outside of the car and then the pool and then the, uh, the road and the talking and the, you know, and it just keeps jumping around really quickly in the beginning. And you're like, just waiting and waiting and waiting. And you're like, okay, this is kind of leading me something. And then like, okay, I get it. The kid's kind of depressed. Okay. Why is the kid depressed? And then, and then, like you said, in the description, it says trans, but nothing in the film ever says that. Right. No, you know, and yeah, exactly. And he does have kind of a look to him to where you're like, okay, is this person trans? Okay, maybe I can get that. So you think it, so that's fine, but it's still never, it, it's not part of the story. So why is that relevant in the description or this, right? Like, does his being trans contribute to the person dying? Like, we don't know, you know, all we eventually learn how the person died, uh, but, you know, did he contribute to that in some way maybe maybe not like i'm guessing it's just his really good friend and then he's what working up the nerve to go talk to the parents or something like that which then leads to conflict with school and then even in the imdb description it's like the last exams at school everyone is in a celebratory mood and it's like oh okay so i remember there was a shot of a classroom and then there's like a shot of people partying on the beach and like okay okay i guess that must be what this is about but you don't really get any of this in the story. So you just get these little pieces that you're supposed to kind of put together yourself, um, which is great. But, you know, because I don't necessarily want a movie to tell me everything, but I also do need it to tell me something. And a 20 minute long music video of like 
a thousand different shots of this town gives me a little bit, but not enough. Um, and, and it's funny because you said Canada. I'm like, ah, that makes sense. Because when I was watching it, I was like, the kid kept leaving his bike everywhere. And then the house had the kayaks out front. And I'm like, what kind of town is this where you leave your bike laying around all over the place and nobody's going to steal it? And then you're like, Canada. Oh, okay. That's why. Okay. I know that. You can do that in Canada. <laughs> Canada. You wouldn't do that in America. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think it, 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 it's, it's a straight ahead narrative piece. You know, like it, I think it's, it's trying to 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 draw into the the kind of the the emotions that he's feeling, the conflict that he's feeling. Uh, so like this, it's like a montage of sort of different images and sounds and and so on. And like I, I really liked, for instance, there was a scene when he was in the swimming pool, and then he had this flashback to the accident, you know, and you could, you could hear like. The screams and the, the you know the shrieks and uh, that was I thought that was that really was very emotive you know and like it it, it was the yeah, the whole film was like that I don't I don't think I don't think it was meant to kind of you know, tell you a story necessarily you know the, the information was there you know he had a friend he died and he's trying to deal with it you know and uh, I, I I think that that the way the film was made was sort of to 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 bring you into his his emotional state that's all yeah it definitely does yeah. that yeah. yeah absolutely it kind of creates an atmosphere if you take it like that um you i suppose you can get sucked into it in one way and it is very atmospheric and there is a lot of thought into all the shots as well you know and um yeah yeah if you kind of go with it's yeah it's a bit abstract some of the stuff and a, a little bit disjointed, but again, it is very atmospheric. And I do think the cinematography in this is fantastic. Um, really, like, really well thought out of and the shots they used and um, was brilliant. I don't know. I kind of got the vibe that it's like, hey, look, I have access to all these locations. Uh, I have a drone uh, here. Mm -hmm. Let me uh, get all these cool ats atmospheric shots to put in my film because I can't. You know. Okay. But did you not think that they were like that they fitted into the film that they were appropriate in some way? No, they fit, sure, uh, to help extend the runtime. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he did a great look that actor as well, didn't he? He was brilliant. The, the yeah, actor. he's great. Yeah, like the, the look. Really yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, no, yeah, it's he's a very talented actor and stuff mm. like that, and um. I, I do like the fact that, I mean, that he is a trans trans person, but that that's not key to the story. Like, it's mm -hmm. not about that. So that, like, you know, that you can have a trans character in a film and the film's not about being trans, right? It's about something yeah. else, you yeah, know, that's which, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them yeah. can be very heavy handed Some of, if there's a message in it. So yeah. the fact they kind of avoided that, you know, um, but it's interesting because you wouldn't have known the person was trans unless you read the synopsis. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of suspected, though. <laughs> unless unless the, the whole trans idea was to give the, give the impression that he was a lot closer to this guy Maybe. rather than a friend. Yeah. But I mean, you could you could you could have those emotions just if it was a friend, somebody you knew, somebody you could work with. 
who died recently in very tragic circumstances yeah. and it seems that he kind of blames himself so uh D- does he kind of blame himself though or is he just I, I really think, sad about the loss i mean there was one scene like where he's talking to his girlfriend or whoever she is and you can you can just hear her saying it's i think it's not your fault or it's my fault it's not your fault so uh i think i think he does blame himself in some way maybe he felt not that he he was responsible but that he could have done more to save him yeah, yeah the fact he's a lifeguard as well i suppose yeah. yeah i'm sure many people in similar circumstances feel they mm-hmm. could have done something you know it's survivor's guilt i guess yeah yeah well, we got a nice little pause there, so I guess that means it's ratings time. Uh, Paul, you want to go first, or you want me to go? Yeah, uh, I, I, I must say, I really like this film. Um, I, we had, I watched it again this evening. I know we, we were supposed to do this last week, but I, you know, I watched it again this evening, and uh, I, you know, I must say, I really liked it. I like the, I like the concept. I like the execution, the photography, the sound, music, everything. I'll give it five stars. Um, I liked it, but I definitely liked his other film that we saw better. Not that you should be comparing two films, but putting this film on its own, um, it's just, it just felt a bit too disjointed for me. And that might've been the intent, but for me, it didn't work as well. Uh, and great acting and yeah, the cinematography is lovely, but I think just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do something. And I feel like it distracted a bit much for me from like wanting to actually care about this person. Uh, but it is still a good film and he's still a good filmmaker. Uh, so I'm going to go three stars. I'm going to go kind of right in the middle on this one. So for me, it's very atmospheric. I love cinematography, but it's a little bit disjointed and I just uh, a little bit long as well. Um, so I'm going to give it uh, three and a half stars. All right. Whether you have it in a budget film cast audience, a few different ratings from us. Nice little discussion on the subject. If you want to check out the film, it is called Lay Me by the Shore. You can find it on Vimeo. It's by David Finley. And of course, you can let us know what you think by leaving a comment or reaching out us to us on reaching out to us on social media at No Budget Show on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. And until next time, we'll see you. But...